hit that button. I haven't heard that in a long time because uh, uh, <laughs> I haven't done a Zoom call podcast. We haven't done a VegCast in a long time. When was the last one we did one? Uh, that was actually it was March. It? <laughs> it was it was it was yeah it was it was the other side of summer. So um, yeah, you you had a bit of a summer break though from podcasting. I haven't too. done podcasting in a long time. Um, I think right. August was the last one. I just wasn't in the mood to do it for ages. Um, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So yeah. It just just wasn't, but I've I have an episode now coming out this week, and then I have obviously this coming out. I think myself and Zach are recording one, so I'm going to do like three, and I will maybe space it out. But <laughs> how are you been anyway? What you been up to? Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just trying to fit in uh, fit in other pastimes uh, outside garden and stuff too. So catching up on on other bits and pieces, some electronics and stuff. And, rebuilding the computer and uh yeah it works pretty busy oh, these nice. days too but um yeah besides <laughs> that yeah I've, I've cracked back into the garden again uh summertime's usually busy as heck so it's starting to wind I back say, you probably were busy yeah. as hell yeah yeah but although kind of, in like, saying what, that it's like yeah. No, go on. Uh, go on got, sorry, I got forgot this lag today, thing going on <laughs> yeah, yeah I, was, I was just gonna say that like compared to uh Compared to previous years, I've all the beds that I wanted built and I've loads of compost being made. So it's not just as labor intensive as it was in previous years. So at least I've kind of got mm. that stable base to, to work on now. So it's it's more just maintenance rather than building. And when you say like you were busy over summer, like what can you kind of take me through? Like what kind of things that you were doing over the course of the whole thing? Yeah, Since sure. We well, spoke. Yeah, like... Um, yeah, so I suppose things in the greenhouse can kind of get out of hand really quickly, like tomatoes and <laughs> cucumbers need to be pruned back so that they're growing on a vine and they don't like spread out and multiply and they fruit a lot less. They just try and grow loads of leaves and branches whenever they fruit, whenever they branch out. So if you trim them back and keep one main stem on your cucumbers and tomatoes, they'll grow, uh, grow more veggies. And yeah, it's just about keeping okay. them pruned back. Um, besides that, it's just kind of watering and stuff in summer is, is a big thing. So thankfully I have, um, have a supply of, of river water. So it doesn't mean there's oh, any nice. hose pipe ban possibly or yeah. <laughs> anything like this. So <laughs> the real deal. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like in the last few weeks, we've had loads of rain. Uh, we're, we're in middle of October now. There's tons of rain. It's, so yeah. Did you get the, did you get the thunder? We got like crazy about thunder to the point that like I'd be streaming. I was streaming a horror game, like Outlast Two. So my room was like completely pitch black, and then just yeah. suddenly you'd see like on the stream the whole room just go white. Perfect. Like, just because yeah. I, I was like, I was like, Jesus! I've never seen it like that yeah. close to the house before. Like I've never, I've never adds, I haven't seen thunder in a long time. the immersion of, uh, yeah, of yeah, the yeah. horror game, though. <laughs> I don't That's know if nice. you've ever played Outlast, but my God, is it a terrifying experience? <laughs> cool, cool. Yeah. It's proper, just like it's just anxiety-inducing. You actually, no. sorry, you said something there that, that the plants don't uh, f- um, flower as much during summer. Yeah. Is that just like is that because of an overload of heat, or like what, what's the, what would be the purpose of that? Oh no, I mean like if I wasn't pruning it back, they'll just keep trying to multiply and, and grow different branches and leaves instead oh, okay. of okay. Yeah, and if, if you just kinda let them direct their energy into flowering and fruiting, then uh you've you've got more fruit in your hands then. So yeah. um you you can kind of take a slightly, you know, a lazier approach. And I have messed around with trying to like 
just leave them be and and see how yeah. they do but yeah as i said they just end up trying to grow loads the leaves don't grow as big but there's got loads more like smaller leaves and yeah as i said they, they don't don't fruit nearly as much so so yeah that's in the greenhouse tomatoes and and cucumbers i garlic growing in between the tomatoes so that's a really easy way of just getting some extra uh real estate for for uh for more veg just in in between planting the tomatoes so um yeah there were there were tons of potatoes this year and thankfully the blight didn't really affect them at all like i don't spray them but uh, i i do find that they do get a bit blightish near the end of the year you know you get these brown spots yeah. on the leaves so um yeah, but yeah we before it looks rotten <laughs> yeah and, but we were really fortunate that we'd a you know they call it an indian summer which is like a a longer summer than usual so um yeah that kept the the rain at bay and wasn't much blight so potatoes were happy and i i just dug up the last of the main crop maybe three weeks ago just when it started getting rainy and yeah pretty good crop so pretty pleased Nice, 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 nice. How actually is is blight just one of those things that you can't really combat? It just it just happens. Uh, yeah, well, like people do spray them yeah. and like blight resistant sprays and stuff. I don't go down that route, but I have kind of found that the healthier the plant is, the less chance it gets it. And for a plant yeah. to have um, good nourishing homemade compost, it definitely keeps them at bay like that'll really help you out for any pests and diseases if you've got a healthy plant like there's there's definitely less chance on that so if you're growing organic you need to have that upper hand um and uh yeah last year actually i had uh the the bigger bed was full of potatoes but i didn't have enough compost to add to the last year's compost for all of it so only yeah. about well about more than half of the potatoes had fresh compost and the rest got on with just last year's stuff. But it, it meant that I definitely noticed a big kind of divide between the two where the mm -hmm. ones that got fresh compost were good and healthy and lush. And the other ones definitely died back faster, had blight quicker. So yeah, it's, I saw it firsthand for sure. So it's, <laughs> it's interesting, like an accidental experiment there. Yeah. <laughs> It must yeah. look weird seeing it just down the middle, just one side blight and one side's healthy. Yeah. Because um, what yeah. like, blight? It's like, is it like I've seen like it's like the it's like black spots, isn't it? And then it's yeah, it's like brownish, the, brownish the black spots. Yeah. Then the leaves start to go a little yellow then because they're just being starved, I yeah. guess, of of light. And yeah, you can still pull them up when there's blight. Uh, the rainier it gets, the faster they'll start. It'll start happening. So. Um, but yeah, so that mainly attacks potatoes. Um, yeah, you know, you get tomatoes get a certain blight as well. And I guess because tomatoes and potatoes oh, are from the same, same family. So uh, that actually makes sense. Didn't know that either. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so, but then like cucumbers won't get blight, but they get this thing called powdery mildew. And it's almost like, uh, you know, like cooking flour is is on the on the leaves okay. so it goes kind of white and spotty and it does spread so you know it, it, you get it naturally as you come into like winter time but just to reduce it you just take the leaves off and be careful not to move the leaves around and let all the spores like 
circle it around the greenhouse. You yeah, have to spread. put it away carefully. You know, so yeah. Yeah, so they're the main things. There were loads of raspberry this year as well. It was the first year that I, I actually got a ton of raspberry. Yeah, they were awesome. Like, And they kept fruit. Oh, raspberries are so nice. Yeah, I was chuffed. Uh, really nice in like cereals and uh, and smoothies and stuff. So um, yeah, yeah, have them with your muesli. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, or jam. I remember making, remember making raspberry yeah. jam for the first time. A while ago, I couldn't get over the amount of sugar that was in it. It's shocking. Have you, have you ever yeah. made jam before? Uh, I Fuck haven't, me. but like, I have a few friends, like a... yeah, <laughs> who, who make it. And like, isn't it pound for pound the same amount of sugar as as the fruit that you put in? Is is the recommended? Much, yeah. yeah. So there's a guy I work with who actually made some from some raspberries that are not raspberries, blackberries that he got uh, from just local hedges and stuff. It was a really oh, good lovely. year for blackberries. And he said that it, he reduced the sugar because that was uh, something he kind of wasn't that keen on. It still was tasty. It was much more tart than usual, but it definitely added added a bit mm. to it. So, because yeah, it's yeah, jam is is packed full of sugar. So, um, yeah, but like it's, it's the it's one. Fu- I think it's the one food that's still edible. That uh, like I remember like when they I don't I wasn't there, but when they did two commons uh, uh, tomb. They found it. They found that there was jars of jam in it, and the jam was still edible <laughs> like thousands of oh, years afterwards. Barrett, you're you're so close, but yet so far away. That wasn't jam. <laughs> what do you mean? What was it? What was it then? It was jam. It was honey. <laughs> Fuck off! Was it honey? I thought it was jam. It was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind Same of funny. thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, it was it was something like the fact that the I think honey is like antibacterial or something like that. There's something in it that the bees produce. Uh, and it meant that, yeah, as you said, like, you know, four four thousand years old or whatever. So I yeah. still you know, even if I had like the smartest scientists in the world telling me that it was edible, I still would just be like, nah. <laughs> would you not try a little bit? Like I'm not eating that. <laughs> well, no, because be fr- well, I don't know. I'd be afraid of so, but I uh, maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know if honey goes off like a fine wine or. <laughs> oh, I I remember having I had wine that was like twenty years old and whatever. Was, he spent a load of money on it. And I was and being bigged up that there's like you know this wine's so old. This is gonna be great. And I tried one glass and I was like, oh, that's fucking minging. Like it tastes yeah. like vinegar. <laughs> oh wow. Probably badly court, I'd say, or something like that. Ah, that's a shame. Um, it was it was not good. I'm I'm but no yeah, wine so connoisseur now, to be fair. <laughs> I I like wine, but I wouldn't be able to tell you what's the difference between a good like a. I would just go. I like Sam. Whereas yeah, like you Sam. see some people who like like my dad doesn't even drink, but like he can he he'll be able to tell a wine's good by just the smell of it. Okay, but mm-hmm. um, like he he's dad's very good at picking out wine. But uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a clue. Like, <laughs> wouldn't have a notion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Still what else? Indian. We got that Indian wine actually. Uh, you know the Indian wine, the the place in. Uh, oh, I can't wrap them out. Actually, oh, well, there's, yes, there's a place sure. in town yeah. that if yeah. you go to, that you can go to at like three o'clock in the morning, and they'll give you bottles of wine. It's twenty euro. Sure. And it is by far the most disgusting wine I've ever. What had. are you talking about? But I've actually had this, that multiple times. That's that's got me out of a tight it's situation. Nasty, well, it's nasty. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> you just said earlier you couldn't tell a good wine from a bad one, so maybe that's your problem. 
maybe it is good stuff. Maybe that is my problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, aside from wine, uh, I'm not yeah, growing yeah, grapes yeah, at the wine, minute. Yes. But <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, what else? Yeah. Final things. I guess I had onions and leeks as usual. Oh, this year actually, I had so many onions that I decided to let them all go to flower. Well, most of them that I oh nice you know couldn't get around eating. So they form this mm-hmm. like globe the size of your fist really a globe of flowers and whatever maybe two three hundred flowers per plant and they just look like pom-poms Jesus. and i cut them down before it got really rainy and I've, I've just set them upside down now and they continue to um uh what would you say like pro- like get through the stages of creating the uh creating the seeds before germination but See when you when you when you cut them down first of all they're still green, uh, but right. if you leave them on the plant even though the the plant's been snipped at the stem it'll eventually the seed should go black. So I've I've done a few test ones where I picked it off and rubbed it between my fingers and they're turning black. So I think I should have good seeds for next year. And it's nice. uh, I just don't know what I'm going to do with you know four or five thousand seeds. There's a lot of seeds like. <laughs> But uh, I've tried it before. So uh, farmer, like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've tried before last year where I didn't like keep them long enough before potting the seeds and none of them germinated, but I've got a good feeling about it this year. So it should Ooh. be cool. Uh, um, what else has been going on? Uh, yeah, besides that, like just tidying up the beds, like all the potatoes as I said are dug out. So I've, I've flattened and leveled out. Uh, that big bed, um, tidying the pot and shed, just catching up on things that I didn't have when I, you know, time to do uh, during the summer, whenever it was all just about harvesting and trimming yeah. back and harvesting. So yeah, just kind of prepping for next year. Um, yeah, like at the moment, I'm, I'm, uh, besides that, I'm, I'm planting some garlic. So this will be some early garlic for, for Ooh, next year. Nice basically the first thing Fresh that goes into the ground and uh yeah like some of the earlier garlic it'll mean that i'll have green garlic uh like you know shoots that you can use for stir fries and curries and stuff you know oh, a couple class. of months before the cloves yeah so yeah it's uh it's pretty so, tasty so the cloves garlic. come like way later do they yeah yeah so in, instead of just chopping them back for green garlic you just let them go through their their life where the, the, the basically start to die off on the tops and then all the nutrients goes into the cloves then. So they're prepping for the following okay. year. And, uh, it's kind of cool actually, because even though I've flattened down all the beds and, you know, I, I say I put them to sleep for winter cause they're not really going to have many veggies in them. Uh, right now there are some cloves that I actually missed, uh, digging up from last year, or I should say this year, uh, a couple of months ago, and they've now started to come through the surface and they're growing in clusters now because obviously a, a garlic plant has six to eight cloves or whatever. So now yeah. they're all as, as nature would atten- intend to grow all together. And, uh, I'm going to leave them as they are just so that there's a few that will kind of grow as they wanted to grow. So, um, <laughs> you consider them weeds because you haven't planted them. Um, but you know, they're, they're fine in between the others. I'll singly plant the rest and 
yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see how they get on because they're growing very close together. Um, so yeah, yes. I'll probably I'll cut them down as green garlic and because their cloves probably won't be big enough to to be worth harvesting. So is that just because that's just because the confined space is it? They just don't have yeah. they don't actually have the room to grow big. Exactly. Yeah. So they'll not have a chance to get all the nutrients that they want to grow bigger, and obviously the moisture too. Like, you know, if, if they have whatever, eight brothers and sisters around them trying all five for nutrients, they're, they're going to stay a bit smaller. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, as I said, it's still grand for cutting down for green garlic because the clove doesn't need to, doesn't need to mature. So, um, yeah, then, yeah, there's loads of leaves as well. So plenty of raking going on, um, and leaves are great for, for making, uh, you know, extra compost as well. So yeah, it's pretty good. It is. Yeah. The leaves is, uh, it's one of my favorite things about October is that it just looks lovely. But then after a while you're just like, but these fucking leaves are everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There is that kind of tipping point, but yeah, for the most part, yeah. The oranges and the browns, you can't beat them. Like oh, October is uh, my favorite month of the year by far. I think it's I yeah, really like it. I always, I always say to my mom as well, I was like, I do even think that October has like a particular smell to it whether it's maybe just the smell of the, the the leaves coming and being rotted away or whatever. But no, it's mm. easily my favorite month of the year. Nice. It's also the month where I watch nonstop horror films all all month as well. So Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, for me yeah, as well, most, Halloween. Most nights I'll be watching. Halloween is my, it's my favorite uh, event of the year for sure. So yeah, oh, it's October's, class, like getting dressed up and everything. Crap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was sick uh, as hell for it last year, but this year I'll be fine. Uh, but I have a I have a good I have a good outfit picked out. I was going to go as Amy Lee from uh, the whoa, 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 music whoa, whoa, video. Whoa, 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 whoa! Spoilers, <laughs> spoilers, because we're going to be going to no, the. No, but same. I'm not. I'm not doing it. What? Oh, okay, are, right, are you coming yeah. down for it? Are you? Yeah, yeah. We're going to a, a Halloween oh, party this year, and uh, I I don't want to tell you what I'm dressing as, but if you got yours. No, no, don't, 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 no, because I'm not going to tell you what I'm dressing up as either. But okay, that was, good. it was, a, it was Amy Lee from Room to Life for a bit. And then I tried it, I tried the nightgown on and the wig. And I was just like, no, this just looks like I'm fucking naked for, <laughs> for no oh, what? reason whatsoever. <laughs> I don't think any, I don't think anybody's going to get the reference at all. Like it's just me in a nightgown with the long hair. It just, it doesn't really do anything. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to, I have no idea who you're talking about. Like, <laughs> You know, wake me up. <laughs> oh, of course. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, you're gonna dress as Save her? Save me. What? Yeah, I don't know why I thought I don't know why I thought it was a good idea. That's I think most so Halloweens funny. I get dressed up in a dress. Like I went as Carrie one year as well, but oh, yeah. trying, I have to I have to rethink who I'm gonna go as. The Carrie mm. one was a disaster because I used so much fake blood that when we got up the next day and Hugo stayed over at the whole house was covered in fake blood uh, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Just these yeah. blood footprints all along the floor and everything was a bad idea. <laughs> ah, tis the season, you know, you're getting... Tis the season, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's an Irish festival as well. Yeah, Idahana, yeah, Idahana. Idahana, yeah, Samhain. Um... Yeah, so that's that's what's up. Uh, what's coming up next? So just today, actually, uh, mm. I I had a couple of weeks ago, I dug out some of the raspberry shoots. So raspberries are really vigorous; like they will just keep trying to grow shoots more and more and more. And uh, raspberries are. Yeah, yeah. So what they'll do is I thought they, the, I thought they would have been like a delicate fruit. Oh no! Like these guys are these guys are built to last like <laughs> the um, real deal. <laughs> yeah. Like they, they grow this really woody whip and it's, it just kind of grows straight up obviously. And then 
once it hits the height that it needs to grow, it's also sending out roots below uh, all horizontal roots. And then as soon as it decides, it'll just send another shoot up just like bamboo. Bamboo will spread very oh. quickly. Likewise, Bamboo's uh, ridiculous, with, yeah. with uh, raspberries. Yeah. So um, it's, it's crazy. Like maybe four or five meters from the raspberry plants, there'll be some shoots that are shooting up around the garden, just popping out of nowhere. Yeah. Wow. You're always having to trim them back and pull them four out. Four or five so, meters. <laughs> honestly. Yeah. It's, it's surprising. It'll just grow up in the middle of the lawn and obviously the lawnmower will get it or I'll just, I'll, I'll pluck it out, but it's, it's crazy. It's amazing. Like how, how resilient they are. So, and so what I'm doing is I'm digging out some of the, the shoots between, uh, between the the taller plants and I'm transplanting them into another bed. So I should have more than double the raspberries I grew last year. Um, nice. So that's what I was doing today. I, yeah. I, and then I obviously topped them off with compost as well. So, um, it was, it was pretty rainy all day, but out with the raincoats and, yeah. uh, getting after it. Cause Unfortunately, <laughs> Saturdays and Sundays are really the only, yeah. Cause once I come home from work, it's basically dark. So you have to make use of all the daylight, whether it's raining or not. Like <laughs> I'm actually, I, like, I know it's, I should be used to it now at 28 years of age, but it still blows my mind that like. I'll get, I'll be in my room working away and then I'll close the blinds because I, I don't like having my blinds open most of the time. So, and then like two hours later, you open the blind, the whole place will just be completely pitch black. You're like, when did it get dark? At sure. like four o'clock or five o'clock, it's just completely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, yeah. so fast. Like yeah. no, I'll never get you. I don't think I'll ever get used to it, but it is. Uh, yeah. I'd say in yeah. Cavan, it gets particularly pitch black as well. It does, uh, uh, it's, yeah. It's much for much just between Cavan and, and Dublin really, but. I will yeah. say that if it's if it's a cloudy day, it's just going to get darker faster. Like, mm. uh, like yesterday was what seven half seven before before it got dark. But look, it's you know there's less to do in the garden at this time of the year, so it's it's kind of grand, you know. Yeah. And basically solely for that reason, because the plants aren't getting as much light or heat as they want. So uh, depending on where you live, uh, your your growing season will be different lengths, you know. Um, I think Ooh. Ireland's kind of fortunate though, because we don't have a super, you know, hot summer, so we can kind of grow the things we want without having to have to worry about watering them I so bad. Worried, but yeah. but it's the timing that's real important because if you don't sow early enough, you're not going to make the the best of your short summer. So it's it's kind of give and take there, really. So mm. yeah, um, it'd be interesting to see too whenever the frosts. Uh, comes around this year. Um, haven't really had if any we yet. Get frost. But we've had, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, it, you know, a couple of weeks from now, we could literally have some, you know, twos and threes at night. So who knows? Um, mm. But when that time comes around, uh, tomato plants and cucumber plants are straight away out of the greenhouse because they do not deal with frost very well. So, um, oh, but, it just wrecks them, is it? Yeah, they, they just, you know, it, it just doesn't do them any good. Uh, like, for example, any fully formed tomatoes, I've actually seen them bursting with frost. And just if it's like, wow. No, yeah, <laughs> honestly. So there's there's no frost and then they're growing grand. They might be almost ready. So they're full of water. 
And then next thing you know, sharp frost oh, yeah. hits without you realizing, and it just splits the seams of the tomato. Oh, so must be it's so infuriating. <laughs> yeah, but although at the this time of the year, you're already ready to pick. I know, but like, there's only maybe six or seven tomatoes total in the greenhouse at the minute. Like, it's it's literally the oh, last fair. stragglers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last for some stragglers. Reason I had so. this. Inv- I had this vision of like fucking thirty of them just all going. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I I only have. I've got four big plants, uh, which have really produced so well this year. And then besides that, there are some smaller ones that grew in pots, uh, determinate ones. So they're all out of there months ago now, but yeah, the bigger ones are still producing, but just very slowly, um, very slowly, but there's, yeah, there's still, should still expect a few more yet before, before the end of the year. So, um, yeah then oh yeah actually broad beans too it's it's almost uh time to sow those so they're one of those early ones that you get after as well um some will sow them in like october november others wait until like february uh but uh Jesus, that's a bit of a difference yeah it, it is yeah because well the reason you wouldn't plant it in december is just because there's not enough light or heat but if you're before okay. December, you got enough of that to get them established. And if it's after, well, then they're going to be summer crop or sorry, spring to summer crops. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I might just do a bit of both just to see how it goes. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, and maybe even if, if I have enough broad beans, cause I'm using seed that I saved from last year, I'll probably just grow some to grow as green shoots and not let them produce a bean. So you can still eat the, the leaves and the stems anyway. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, they're really nice. In I've never heard I've never heard pastas. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, no, honestly, yeah. Um pastas and omelets, probably the two places I I use bean greens for. Uh just like shoots hmm. and they'd only be maybe about three or four inches tall, like, but yeah, really sweet and tasty. And uh, especially that time of year there's very little else growing, you know, you'll just have kale. I'm struggling to think of anything else right now. <laughs> like anything that you've oh, basically, shit. um, anything that you've saved over the winter, you'll have to, but, uh, yeah. So yeah, kale and, and broad beans are basically your, your basics from December, January, February before March comes along and then things will start to, to grow again. So, yeah, yeah. So, what what else was what else has been going on then? Like, is it like obviously? So you're preparing. Prepare. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, yeah, not care? really. Like, um, I mean, yeah, just kind of tidying. All up right, we'll leave it there. Maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, generally just tidying up in general maintenance. You know, things that you don't really have time to do. Um, yeah, I, I'm not. I'm I'm hoping I won't be tempted to build any more beds because. I don't have the time to manage any more veggies, but now would be the time to be <laughs> How many beds do you extending. Have uh, I'd say like, well, see, they're all different sizes is the thing. I, I wish I could tell you like a square, square meters, but I guess like four main beds. And then there's like okay, three smaller rectangle ones. And then besides that, it's all pots and, and stuff like that. But Ooh. uh yeah, it's um, the only thing is though, now that I have that area that I'm happy with, I can space things a little bit further apart. And then it means that it's easier to weed around them. 
they grow stronger because they're not competing with their neighbors and uh and they get more sunlight so that's kind of the advantages of having more room is you're not doing intensive gardening when they're real close together and fighting with each other so mm. uh, that that might be something that i'll try and target next year is is that so but um yeah so uh yeah things are starting to wind down now had a really good summer in ireland anyway for for growing so uh hopefully the winter isn't too um <laughs> too intense game game of thronesy uh, winter yeah. style <laughs> just destroys everything <laughs> so actually what 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 like when would you start to then kind of like gear back up like what like what month would come around is it i'm assuming it's after december is it sure well yeah it depends what you're sowing so like some people will sow their tomatoes for example uh february i found that's a great time for sowing those so this year i sowed mid-march which was way too late uh and looking back in the year before it was february and and that was great so besides that yeah onion sets uh planted out a bit later but onion seed can be sowed like january february and uh yeah so they're kind of the, the early ones uh leaks to maybe march or so um but uh yeah it's yeah for, for now like gardeners can kind of chill out and relax and just kind of plan <laughs> for next year so um sometimes i kind of sketch out a bit of a layout of where i might put things so that i know that there'll be room for them at a certain time like you can rotate so i could have kale in the bed before potatoes but then there's certain things that you don't want to be planting there, like say garlic, where there's a bit of an overlap on time. So I think sketching out uh, your, you know, your intentions for where things will go is is always a great call on this time of year, and uh, use what you learned from the year before. <laughs> yeah, I would imagine sketching out because like I, like it seems it doesn't seem like something you'd be able to do and just go, I'll oh, fuck them in there. I'll oh, fuck them in there. Like, it mm. seems like it has to be properly calculated. You can get away with it. <laughs> like you can get away with it, but I have found times <laughs> where I, I'd kind of found myself where, you know, later in the year, I'm like, ah, oh, damn, if only I didn't plant that there, I could, you know, plant this there. So, so it all depends mm. on the amount of light and maybe the amount of wind hitting that bed. So that's, probably going to decide what you want to grow there so yes at least with sketching something out that uh, you know you'll have a fair idea of, of of what what you want to put where so that's the plan um so yeah it's it's all it's all winding down i've uh i've actually had a kind of uh uh what's the word damn it i can't what um so i've kind of had a, a renewed love for mint and uh yeah i i don't know it's it's funny I, I forgot how easy it was to grow and i had mint in pots that i had kind of just left to one side and they completely grew out of control and all i had to do was just chop them at the base dig them out repot them on and i divided them and split them up and i even buried them under like two extra inches of soil and already only literally like less than a week later, they're starting to break through the soil now. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so I've- Is it like I've, a weed, is it? It essentially is. And that's why I grow it in pots. Um, mint will, yeah. will grow, you know, it, it it's very much like uh, 
very much like raspberries in that respect where it'll it'll grow under the ground and then it'll shoot up and it'll grow more under and yeah the the um just keep going yeah exactly the roots definitely stay stay under the ground and yeah it can be very difficult to to get them out of there once they're established so i keep them in pots but yeah so all of that uh green that i chopped off the top though i ended up drying and chopping up and i've put them in little uh tea bags and i'm bringing those tea bags to work every day so it's it's pretty nice um from a small <laughs> area sweet, yeah. yeah from a small area i got like 30 tea bags and actually really tasty uh nice. mint tea yeah and uh oh, mint tea's lovely yeah Nothing like a really mint tea nice. on a cold night like yeah for sure it's, it's supposed to be good for your immune system and uh yeah for for staving off like colds and and flus what's the, what's going on <laughs> stretching <laughs> yeah um that's that's probably the lot anyway so and uh i don't know we'll probably end up touching base again in spring um hopefully uh, well, well we can do another we can do if you're if you're up for it we can do another one next month as well because i want to get back into doing podcasting a bit more regularly and i do like i do enjoy doing the show because i don't know anything of what's going on so it, it, it genuinely does interest me quite a bit but i do sit yeah. there kind of most of the time going like i I've never heard of any of this. <laughs> yeah, fair. The only thing is, like, there's very little to be doing in the garden, you know, from basically this month onwards. So, but uh, I think mm. it could be fun maybe to start a project for next year where you have your own garden. Oh, we could do that. Well, like, I do, like, uh, my, I know my mom grows stuff in her garden, so I could probably kind of sneak in there and try to so, <laughs> take yeah, a few how, pots. How would you feel about how maybe growing, like, Three different vegetables. That'd be a bit of fun, wouldn't it? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, and you can you can assign them to me as well. Yeah, if you want. Well, actually, no, no, they have to. Well, yeah. Well, make sure that they're vegetables that I'd actually eat because I'm not doing peas. You know, know we've been over that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but that that could be fun. That could be fun. That's something for 2023, then. Okay, I like that idea. I like that idea. That'd be a good one, actually. Interesting. Cool. All right. Okay. Fine. I'll, I'll 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 make make a deal with you. We'll, we will do that. Nice one. <laughs> cool. Anyway, look. Looks like our Zoom has one minute left, so we got to stay our say our goodbyes now. So yeah. <laughs> Just keep it to that uh, that uh, the retention for forty minutes is the best one for a podcast. But Marco, it's a pleasure talking to you as always. I'm yeah. sure I'll be in touch. I'll see you this weekend. Awesome. Yeah. No. Looking forward to it. So God knows what you're going to be dressing yeah, up as. It's going to be so fun. All right, look, uh, until next time, great yeah, chatting again. Great. Uh, we won't All leave right. it so long. So. See you later, man. If you liked that episode and want to hear more content like this, please give the podcast a follow. It greatly helps us out. And if you want to check out Mark's Instagram page, we'll see he does all his vegetable growing and plant life growing. He is over at Greenbeard Diaries. That is his handle. Thank you very much for listening to the episode and hope you have a lovely day.